Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always on Tuesday, Mr. Matthew Rooney, Matt, and it, uh, or sorry, Andy, and it's his birthday today. Go over hey, to the Andy. Golf Channel, say happy birthday to Andy, and um, check that show out. Of course, he'll be back tomorrow. But we bring in Mr. Rooney, talk a little baseball, talk a little hockey. Uh, we had that basketball game last night, and guess there were points of it where it was within a few possessions for like maybe three minutes in the first half overall, but it just, I mean, kudos to Connecticut, right? It's, they play great all the tournament in the world to make that tournament so boring to make the most interesting tournament basically besides them. I mean, I think they beat everybody by double digits or something. That's just, oof. yeah. Like Miami, the Miami game in the final four, like Miami had done that at points like Texas, they were down and they had to make a big comeback. I just kind of expected them to get hot and like find a way to make it a game again. Then they didn't. And then San Diego state, like last night, it just kept seeming like every time, every time they tried to make just a little bit of a run back, Connecticut would sniff it out and just completely put their foot down on them again. It was just, it was dominant. There was really not a team that was ever really all that close to beating UConn. And I don't want to call that a boring tournament because it's still fun to watch teams dominate that much, but it, it does seem down the stretch. I mean, we got, we got the great buzzer beater in FAU, but just every game that UConn was in was a pretty much utter dismantling. I'm looking, and there wasn't. It's all double digits here. I mean, it just – they came out. San Diego State tried to do their thing. I mean, played physical defense, tried to get control of the game, but just got crushed. I mean, that was so – Every once in a while, you just run into a team that's that hot, and they were that hot. There was just – that was, they beat the teams that were in front of them. They might not have been the best in competition at times, but they just beat the teams in front of them and beat the brakes off them for the most part. Yeah, as you said, Dan, a lot of people, I think, were on UConn. Our buddy Tim, yeah. if you picked up that sheet, was all over that. So kudos to anybody that got UConn midseason, uh, just before the tournament. You got some great numbers, and, man, that was real, real easy. And uh, uh, imagine, hopefully somebody picked UConn in their bracket somewhere. I don't know about you, Matt, but all my small bracket pools, none of us picked the champion. I did not have you. I don't think I was think I was oh for the final four, and I think all my teams were eliminated fairly early. Or I guess Houston wasn't eliminated early, but yeah, Houston was probably one of my teams that made it the farthest. So yeah, not not great for me, not a great bracket for me. But that's okay. That's what I get for waiting until about you know late February to actually start watching college basketball and paying attention. That's probably what I get. So I'll I'll take that. I'll wear that one. That's on me. I can dig it. Let's move forward. It's time for me to get back to besmirching college basketball at every possible opportunity. Thanks Pro for the cool weeks. Let's get back to it. And I wish that Pro Hoops was honestly going to be any better, but um, there are 13 games tonight, Matt. What do you think the average spread over all 13 oh, games are? Just give me a guess. I'm going to guess it, it's abnormally high. Let's go eight and a half. You and Dan did a great job. Dan hit it exactly at nine. You were within half a point. Yes, the average spread tonight over 13 basketball games is nine freaking points. It is just a messy time of the year. I do have a couple looks. I'll quickly talk about some of the other games. Um, Bucks 13-point favorites over the Wizards would like to play the Wizards, but Okuzma and Obi will pass. Um, the Toronto Raptors play the Hornets, would like to play the Hornets, but literally everyone's done at this point. No P.J. Washington, no Dennis Smith Jr., no Terry Rogier. Just happy to pass on that one. Um, you know the Hornets are the bad when my Bulls still even blow them out. The Bulls never blow out bad teams. They beat the Hornets by 30 the other night. 
It's not great. Um, Timberwolves short favorites in Brooklyn, kind of like Brooklyn there, but Minnesota really get themselves into form. Um, your Chicago Bulls, three and a half point favorites over the Hawks. I guess you just play Hawks team total overs over and over again until you die, and that just sort of works. But um, Bull, your Bulls should get it done. We'll see how that goes. It could be a Dan and I should have a mayor's bet. Preview. We should have a mayor's bet on this one. Like that. Or if well, it's the fun point is Dan will want to bet the Bulls. Yeah, and I will probably say I don't want to touch the Bulls. I think, Dan, the I think I might feel Bulls. a little bit better about the Bulls right now with how they're playing because they haven't playing better basketball as of late, but like I still can't be too optimistic about what I've seen on them this year. But I think Dan and I, for the most part throughout this year, have felt the exact same way about our teams. Just like kind of hate watching them. That'll be a lot of fun. The best game of the night, Sixers-Celtics. Sixers two-point favorites at home makes perfect sense exactly where I have that line. Um, Nuggets-Rockets, again, nine-point favorites. I don't know what you do there. The Grizzlies are 17-and-a-half-point favorites over the Trailblazers. Good God. I, I, I don't know what you do with that number. Portland playing nobody, but 17-and-a-half. 17-and-a-half in an NBA game. That I don't, I don't remember the last time I've seen that. Uh, the Pelicans, four-point favorites over the Kings, which I now realize is the opposite of the way I thought the line. So Sacramento must be missing some guys tonight. Okay. Um, ha- happy to skip over that one. Thunder, Warriors. Warriors have been great at home. They're eight-point favorites. The Thunder, not, not playing their best basketball, but eight might be a little too high. I left that one alone. And the Phoenix Suns, now 19-point favorites over the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs just arresting everybody. So, Again, a really messy slate. We've got only more five more nights of this nonsense, and then we finally get into the postseasons. But wow. two looks I do like. Two teams really struggling here on offense. Um, the last couple weeks, two team totals that just look too high to me. And I'll start with the Detroit Pistons. Um, they will be without Marvin Bagley tonight, kind of their last good offensive player. Jade Nivey, again, will be great at some point. Is doing a lot of good things on the court, but just really struggles to lead an offense at this point. They play against a Miami Heat team that – is really locked in at this point, needing to win all these games. Bam Adebayo might play. He might not. I don't really care. Even though it's in Detroit here, Miami's going to lock this team down. I had this closer to 101, so happy to take 104, 103 and a half, anything in that range under. Again, this Pistons team just without anything offensively in the heat, uh, you know, kind of peaking here a little bit late in the season. Should be interesting to see how they do in the play-in tournament. And then our Orlando Magic. As good as they've been, this just number is too, too high against the Cleveland Cavaliers team that is fully healthy tonight. Um, the Magic have played them twice. They haven't got even to 100 points in those two games um, with a pretty fast pace. And again, I'm not expecting it to be that low, but I had this closer to, honestly, 104, 104 and a half myself. So 109, there's 108. So anything in that range looks good. So two team total unders here. Again, two bad teams playing against good defenses tonight. Um, everything else just looks too crazy, even with 13 games. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's funny you mentioned that because the NHL has a big slate tonight too, and that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I was at looking at um, bets for night. I was only able to come up with two with their big. We can we can go. I know we got MLB next, but I just wanted to address the similarities there. Um, yeah, it's a rough yeah. time of the year. It's the end of the season. Not every team is trying. The ones that are uh, maybe are arresting people. So it's a lot to yeah. sift through. Be careful. It's I mean I. I, I been doing the and i think i mentioned it the last couple weeks here you know I, I i'm a big fan of fading the bad teams against the good teams on the puck line but we're getting to the point where i i mean the blackhawks the, the flames who aren't even a playoff team right now are minus 155 uh to cover one and a half at home against the blackhawks like what am i supposed to do with that i i can't, I can't touch that the leafs i think are playing the blue jackets they're minus 185 to cover that one and a half so it's not there but we got some run lines in baseball baseball is oh, where we this. still have some value here though still all minus money 
I'll be honest with you. I parlayed all these three, all these three myself to get something about like, I think it's like plus five thirty-five, something like that on DraftKings. But Talk uh, dirty to me. Three games in the, in the, in major league baseball today that I'm going to go ahead and bet. Um, and we're sticking with that good team versus bad team type of trend here. The, the Astros have Framber Valdez, their ace back on the mound tonight. They did lose at home and extras to the Tigers last night. And I believe Houston is actually, they might be the last team remaining that hasn't had a day off yet. Um, to st- No, they played yesterday. So yeah, they have not had a day off yet. So they might be, uh, there might be a little bit of fatigue in the bullpen there. They did have to use that bullpen quite a bit against the White Sox, but they got their ace on the mound tonight against a very bad Tigers team. Who, I know I beat them. I know beat them last night, but baseball is a weird game, and that happens from night to night. The Astros should cover that one and a half. So we're going to take that uh, on them with minus one thirty odds. The, the Guardians against the A's, similar thing here. Cleveland's got their ace on the mound in Shane Bieber. Uh, they're going up against an Oakland team who did take them to extra innings last night in a close game. Um, but with the Guardians getting back to their ace and, and Oakland being at the bottom of their rotation there, really like Cleveland's value at minus 110, close to even money there at the minus one and a half. Uh, Cleveland's been playing really good baseball. They're four and one. I believe they've covered one and a half in all four of their wins. I could probably pull that up, um, but eh, you can look it up yourself and tell me if I'm wrong or not. I don't have that tab open anymore. And then the Rays, uh, no, the Rays are also uh, a team that has covered one and a half in all four of their wins. They're four and oh on the year. They've, they started off the season against some pretty bad competition. They had the Tigers first. They have the Nationals now. Um, so not necessarily a murderer's row of teams to, uh, to face to start the year here. But I got them at uh, minus, one, minus one and a half here at minus 115. I'm also leaning towards an over in that one. Uh, it's a pretty bad pitching matchup tonight. Chad Cool is throwing for the Nationals. He's been, he was very, very bad last year. Josh Fleming throwing for the Rays. He was pretty bad for them uh, in spot starts and out of the bullpen last year. So this could be a spot for an over two, but I think the Rays also cover that one and a half. I like all this. This is all shaping I'm gonna, nicely. And and I'm going to get to some total bases stuff coming up here. It's it's tough in the beginning of the year because, you know, with weird weather spots early and you're not, you're not really sure necessarily who's starting out the year hot. Obviously, you got to wait a little bit. But once we get a couple weeks into the year, we're going to start getting some total bases stuff, which is, I think, probably my favorite thing to bet in baseball. Uh, it is a fun bet to it's watch and, and think about all that stuff. It is, it is. It's pretty great here. And I like what's developing in the chat. Dan and Alyssa are, are uh, both actively finding ways to feel bad about both of their teams. This is great. It's, you know, it's, it's Almost being a Chicago. Yeah. Alyssa, is feeling pretty good about the bulls. They've been playing good lately. I feel better about the bulls as well, too. I like, not that they're going to beat the bucks or anyone significant in a playoff series, but like they could be what they were last year. And, maybe win a game against the boss or something. I don't know. They're playing better basketball. They're, they're playing good defense. They're finally hitting a few threes. They're getting bench contributions. They're still not a, they're still not a, a, one of the best teams in the East by any stretch, but this is at least more fun than what they were the previous 60 games before Patrick Beverly got here at least. Oh, absolutely. And it's, this I is the team eyes. we thought we were betting their team total over on. At exactly. the beginning of the year. If we got this team at the start, We'd have already hit our team total over. It's not totally exactly. dead yet. Not totally dead. Yet. Um, did we get forty-one and a half? I think we're done. Well, what we, are they? At? I know. I thought they were only at thirty-six. Thirty-eight and forty. Thirty-eight and forty. All right. Thirty-eight and forty. Four to play. Finish <laughs> up four and zero. Oh. Let's go Bulls. All right, let's do it. I like that. And Alyssa, I mean, again, just go with the centers here. It seems like with these Bulls games, it's either Vucevic or the center on the other team. So uh, I'll go Vuce and Capella tonight, uh, one of each there, there for the first score. But um, again, after three or four weeks of just some really great weeks of sports, 
we're back in the doldrums. We have to pay the tab here. It's going to be a messy week of NBA. It's a messy week of NHL. Baseball is very much new. And it's tennis, we've week, got though. these funky transition tournaments. And we're close to some big things yesterday. Svitolina got the first set, was unable to get the second. We'll catch our um, Sastovich um, cannon over whenever the match finishes today. But um, just two plays for me here. Nothing in Bogota. Again, it's tough to handicap a tournament. Um, everybody transitioning to clay, especially at altitude. But in Charleston, two looks I like quite a bit here. Um, both of these will be this afternoon. The first one here, the first set over. Um, Jewel Nehemiah and Katie McNally. This will be about 30, maybe 45 minutes after we finish the show. Over nine and a half. Um, wasn't really able to stack things up, unfortunately. I mean, again, smaller tournament. Books really aren't hanging too many lines for this. So poke around. You should be able to find this, though. Over nine and a half plus 110. Looks like a really nice number to me. Again, expecting 6-4. Would probably play it over 10 and a half, too, if I had a chance. And then Haley Baptiste is an underdog. The young American came through qualifying here, goes up against Wang Jiu. Jiu, a very good player, but uh, not a lot of experience on this unique surface. Comes in pretty cold here. So give me the qualifier. And again, even before kind of some of those adjustments had this closer to, you know, minus 160, minus 165 each way, um, as opposed to the 195, and maybe even a plus 200 out there if you look hard enough. So big underdog and a first set over. Both will be this afternoon. Kind of get you through today to, again, uh, maybe the NBA, maybe the NHL, maybe you just watch the deep dive. Who knows? But uh, you, you've, you've teed this up. What do we got going on? I mean, again, it's the end of the hockey season. I assume we're just trying to get through this. So um, what have you been able to pull out of the morass? We are we are just trying to get through this. So I'm looking for still if I can find any value with, with good teams against bad teams. And I did find one spot there tonight. And then I found – uh, I found a total that I like in a potential playoff preview that we're getting here. I do want to bring up the standings just to confirm, but uh, in the, I guess both of these, I shouldn't say these are the first game tonight because both of these are nine 30 starts. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that of all the games tonight, I had to pick the two um, with the latest starts, but we're going to start uh, with, with the Kings and the Oilers I believe that's in Los Angeles tonight. And I'm about 95% sure um, we're looking at a potential playoff preview here. Uh, it'd be a rematch of last year. They played in a, Went to seven games. The Oilers ended up winning seven games. It was a really good back and forth series. Uh, the Kings sit a game or a point ahead of, of Edmonton in the standings with a hundred. These two are the two and three seeds uh, in the Pacific Division. So they're looking at, at likely a first round collision course. So this is probably you know, probably a playoff preview. What we're going to see uh, in a couple weeks. So I expect this one to be kind of a playoff type feel to it because they are still playing for something. They are playing for home ice advantage here. Uh, and a win for the Kings puts them three points ahead with only three or four games left. So that'd be a really good spot to be in. Uh, but at plus 100 for the under six and a half, I, I really think there's some value to that there. Edmonton's been scoring as of late, but their defense has also been better. They, they have back-to-back shutouts, including a 2 nothing win against LA a few nights ago. Um Excuse me. The Kings have also been playing pretty well. Their last two games, they won four to one and three to one. So they're, they're playing pretty good hockey. Um, I think this is, like I said, really just kind of a playoff type feel to it, a playoff type matchup, playoff type atmosphere and style, which is going to be a little bit more of a, a slower pace and more physical pace. And I think a little bit of a feeling out process, but even for two teams that know each other, I think you see this game play pretty close to the chest. So I like the under six and a half, right? That's a lot of goals at, at even money. And then uh, this one's a little bit more straight up the avalanche minus one and a half against the sharks uh, at plus plus one ten. 
as bad as San Jose is, and thankfully for me, they're kind of playing themselves out of the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, or at least the top seed in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes for my Blackhawks to kind of take over sole possession of. Um, they've won three in a row, oddly enough. They've beaten the Jets three to nothing, Vegas four to three, Arizona seven to two. But Colorado's playing really good too, and I've been talking about them the last couple of weeks. They're starting to ramp up to be that team that you know just kind of ran through the playoffs fairly easily last year. They are two points out of the division lead but they have two games in hand on Minnesota and Dallas. We're both sitting ahead of them. They just beat Dallas five to two. They've won four out of their last five. They're playing some very good hockey and they're getting fully healthy for the first time really all year. Um, so this is a, a scary time for Colorado to be kind of putting all these things together. And they have two straight games against the Sharks with so two, two games here where they're going to make up some ground against Dallas and, and Minnesota and two games that they could get themselves back into first place. I think they do. I kind of think they roll the Sharks tonight. So Oilers, Kings under six and a half at even money there. I think that's going to be a playoff type feel to it. And the Avalanche are getting going. We're going to take the minus one and a half against the Sharks who are playing surprisingly better, but at plus 110. I always love that playoff feel angle. That's pretty good. And yes, Dan, you can't spell morass without ass. And um, ooh, that's a weird transition. I could have just used there. I'll choose not to and yep. pause for a second. Yep. Just hang on. I mentioned that if you want to go over to the Bedsbirds Golf Channel, I think uh, Andy and again, wish him happy birthday and Noonan are picking their page pool live, Matt. Have you done yours already? I did. I well, who did I pick? I had Scott, I, Scotty Scheffler was my tier one. Am I giving away? Is this is it bad if I'm giving it giving away? Probably because I mean my picks are pretty. My picks are pretty. Well, I mean, you know, if you don't Let's want to give real. them out, that's fine. I, I don't. Man. I don't mind. I went. I went Scotty <laughs> Scheffler. I thought you weren't uh, even allowed was, to enter. That was just I, – I, no, I'm not allowed to win, but I'm allowed to enter. Oh. I can win. I can enter for bragging rights. Uh, I went with Scotty Scheffler, Tier 1. I went to a couple live players with Brooks Kepko who's playing well in Tier 2, and Joaquin Neiman, who played really well at Augusta last year in Tier 3. Tiger in Tier 4. Uh, Kurt Kitayama in Tier 5, who just got off uh, – he won at Bay Hill. He's been playing pretty well. And then uh, Charles Schwartzel, who's a guy who just – he won a Masters uh, – whole bunch of years ago and now just seems to for whatever reason play really well there every year and it's pretty much the only time you hear from him throughout the year but uh, he seems to play pretty well there so I'm with him in tier six a lot of fun names there just literally fun names like charles yeah Switzerland. charles Schwar not charles 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 it's like they just sort of stopped who knows it's very fun yeah but yeah you can see all the details down there below description in the youtube and, all, and just about everywhere it's free. It'll take you five seconds. Yeah, that's the seconds, thing. It's, it's totally basically. free. There is literally no downside to doing this. It's completely free. You can win a round of golf at a very nice golf course. I think we're giving away other stuff, too. I have to double check on that. Um, but there's just absolutely no reason not to. It takes two minutes. Two minutes to yeah, sign up. Two minutes to fill out, the, fill out the picks. Why not? Why not take a shot? Maybe you win. I think Andy and I are going to do one tomorrow together. We'll see. I'll, I'll try to come up with I like that. Minutes to go through and do a little golf homework this afternoon because thank God I bet you I did forget we have the Masters at least this week to carry us but man Monday Tuesday Wednesday is rough Ugh. we'll get through yeah we'll get through it. we always do we always get through it and tomorrow we will be back to talk a little bit more but again sign up for the page pool thumbs up give us likes all that good stuff put some comments in the bottom let us know what you think about what my possible transition was there at the end we'll see you tomorrow.